wouldn't it be fun if they did a film about two people doing a podcast who've got no fucking clue? Is this, I thought they were talking about movies. What the fuck is this? <laughs> well, welcome to the George Rogelschmidt Show. Damien, today I spoke to three separate people about Gordon Ramsay. Okay, and what were what they saying? Going on? Uh, one said, look at this amazing picture of Gordon Ramsay peeking out from behind a supermarket column, looking over some Del Monte fruit or something, and he looked weird. Uh, another person said, that's weird. And another person in real life said, who is that chef? You know, that famous <laughs> chef, you know, that Gordon the Ramsay. Gordon the Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon the Ramsay. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Worrell Thompson. I think you should have just left it at peeking out because you can, I think, you know, the imagination can fill in the blanks there. Because I immediately he's, went to, you know, obviously if there's a picture, he's in the news. And if he's in the news, he's obviously, you know, flashing. And if he, he said peeking <laughs> out, I, just, I reckon, you know, he was in the supermarket being quite indecent. <laughs> but he wasn't, I mean, when you say indecent, he wasn't, he wasn't going around like flashing his bits. He was going around flashing like the rules for proper hygiene in a walk-in freezer <laughs> who's going around saying you fucking idiot madam <laughs> Needless to say, he chicken. Was cock, out, cock out he whipped him up himself into such a fury and he was gyrating undulating so much his trousers fell down it couldn't have been helped i watched uh, i watched a uh, kitchen nightmares uh, because we're talking about diehards, so obviously this is how we're starting this podcast. This will be 40 minutes a, of this podcast. <laughs> I watched The Kitchen Nightmares where Gordon Ramsay takes someone out the back and says, you need to calm down, my father died at 55. It's like, <laughs> you need to calm down. Yeah, but he was like petitioning them to help him calm down. because He must be in his 50s, right? And he's like, please, for, any, for Christ's fucking sake, any second now, I could just drop to the fucking floor. You wouldn't want that. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I mean... I mean, what are, you know, when Gordon Ramsay does do his tell-all biography, autobiography, you know, not not the kind of, you know, schlocky celeb shit that you, you sell at a Christmas, but like his real honest thing, people are going to be like, I had no idea Gordon Ramsay was so happy. Oh, but look, he's so <laughs> unhappy. So congenial. So, so congenial. I had no idea. Gordon Ramsay, apparently, he gets his energy from rage. <laughs> I I hate to say it. I I hate to kind of kind of um, to to kind of pick away at his demeanor because it is very entertaining, and I do find people like that very entertaining. But people who fly off the handle and get like literally red faced, they're not happy people, are they? No, not at all. Um, you, you you know, if you get pissed off by something like by by something so much that you turn red, even if it is worth getting pissed off about, if you turn red, you're probably not a happy person. No, you're probably not a healthy person either. <laughs> if you're you're just sat on a bus and someone someone gets on and they 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 take ages with a change and you don't say anything you don't even really think anything but you just start to turn red I yeah. guess you're not healthy yeah. <laughs> like you don't even feel your body go tense it's just for whatever reason your body has had this reaction and it's flushing all the blood into your face like I can't <laughs> I stand up at that point you know there's no <laughs> feeling there <laughs> I was watching someone walk along eating a eating a pork pie, and then they dropped the packet on the floor, and then I passed out. <laughs> Officer, there's a tomato-faced man lying across the floor. What's happened? A tomato-faced man? Oh, that's Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you drop your pork pie? You fucking cunt! Um, well, uh, how's things? I mean, we're, we're kind of skirting around the diehard thing. Oh, yeah. Um, for, no, for no reason, obviously. It's not like we're completely underprepared and we've got nothing to talk about. Damien, well, here is a seamless cut there, I imagine. Did I tell you that this podcast is now available on iTunes again? <laughs>
It was removed from iTunes because I said, fuck or bugger. Thank you very much for, for Lucas for pointing that out. Um, that it, I don't think it's been on iTunes for about 13 episodes. And yeah, I didn't I, notice. I, yeah, I, I hadn't thought to check either. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that was handy. I'm sure that's, you know, it was a huge blow to our listener base immediately. Well, I mean, I suppose I listen to this awful podcast. Oh, iTunes. It's not on iTunes. Right, unsubscribed. In fact, not just unsubscribed. I'm going to rage dislike on every video he's ever made. Yeah. I'm going to fucking put my phone in the toilet as well. So I'm not even, I, I'm, I'm not even giving the opportunity to use iTunes again. Mass flagged for being a communist alternate writer. I mean, alternate <laughs> right, that has to mean left, right? What? What? Huh? Well, in that regard, Die Hard is quite a political film, isn't it? Die Hard 5. Damien, what, what is the name of Die Hard 5? Do you know? I believe it is A Good Day to Die Hard. A Good Day to Die Hard! Entertain me, sir. Um, well done. I'm glad we established that from before. Well, I seem to remember tripping up on it. I kept saying it was something else, and you were like, no, Damien, that's the other movie, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, but even that, you didn't get the name right. It was like, A Live Day to Live Die. <laughs> Good day to live. <laughs> <laughs> to live hard, okay. to die bad. Um, so, Die Hard 5, uh, we, you know, we, I think we should get this out there. We've both seen it. Yeah, we both uh, saw it, you know, uh, just in the run-up to recording this this podcast. And I won't have anyone tell us otherwise. Well, I, I saw it fairly recently. I, I've read the synopsis again on both <laughs> Wikipedia and IMDb, and I'm just fucking clueless. What, what, what's going on? I mean, yeah. I seem to remember watching it. You know, like people talk about Blade Runner and they say you need to watch it a couple of times to get what's really going on. You need to get the, you know, you need to watch it a couple of times to get the whole kind of question about Deckard and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, there are lots of movies out there where there are there are these hints uh, about certain things. I don't know, like maybe you could even say something like another Bruce Willis movie like uh, The Sixth Sense. You know, there are lots of hints if you watch it back and you know the twist at the end of that. There are lots of hints about you know what the twist is actually going to be and what the true nature of Bruce Willis's character is. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Die Hard 5 is like the opposite of that. Die Hard 5 is like it's not something you have to watch again to understand it. It's it's almost like it's radiotherapy in your in your brain. But the radiotherapy <laughs> is is curing not cancer, but it's just destroying your cognitive ability. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. The more I watch it, the less I know not only what the fuck is going on in this movie, but the less I know like who I am. It's <laughs> like an out of body experience. You watch, you rewatch the movie to not to try to understand the movie, but try to understand yourself a little better. You know when people talk about, uh, oh, I had a bad trip on mushrooms or acid or something like that. It's kind of like almost the opposite of that. Even it's kind of like I had a trip on mushrooms. Oh, what was that like? Very, very painfully boring. <laughs> I was just trapped inside my body for what felt like months and I couldn't move yeah it put me out of action is all it did basically I was laying there knowing that I was tripping unable to do anything but I wasn't worried about anything it wasn't like a bad trip because I knew that I was tripping it was just kind of like I have to ride this out yeah so I had enough awareness to be like this is just a you know I just have to run out the clock that's all if I just sit here <laughs> it should be fine I, just, I, can... I just sit here yeah, Die Hard Five is about John McClane. He goes to Russia uh, to see his son. Uh, his son's in some sort of legal trouble. Uh, he's on trial, and then there's ex- an explosion. His son turns out to be uh, a CIA officer, and then together they 
they lift the lid on a conspiracy to steal some uranium from Chernobyl. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it is, it's very much one of those films, I think, that they thought of and kind of thought of the practicality behind the action sequences before they actually, you know, had a script or a story. Oh, I would say so. I, I kind of feel like a lot of the previous Die Hard movie was built around the um, take on the jet fighter sequence and then just, they just kind of, you know, reverse engineered it from stuff like that. How can we misuse Timothy Oliphant? <laughs> I don't know, we'll say he's a, you know, quite a savvy tech dude. You know. <laughs> Give him nothing to do. He can sit in front of a computer for a little while. <laughs> dude, like I just thought like like if everything's like on a computer, like you could like totally like like you could like totally like turn all that shit off, dude. Yeah, just just you just press the, the off button and then that's it. Society oh, it's like society. You know Society, dude. <laughs> I think it would have been... They could have gone for a twist with Die Hard 4 if, you know, well, the whole whole time it was Kevin Smith that was the bad guy. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, and he's just like, society, man. Society, society. <laughs> Fuck this shit. It has a nice kind of um, rounded narrative, doesn't it, at the end, where, you know, it's on about society relies so much on technology, but then Bruce Willis defeats that jet by throwing a fax machine into its engine. <laughs> so what have you learned? Bruce Willis will deliver your presents at Christmas. <laughs> Bruce Willis is Santa. He's definitely like some some kind of demigod. Um. Yeah. Back to <laughs> we'll Die Hard like, we'll Five. Let, we'll we'll let that air out that stink, Damien. Uh, what's the actress's name? Demi. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Who well, I believe the, used to stop. Yeah, and I'm thinking of Demi Moore, but now I'm just thinking of. See, it's all linked. That's how you know it's true. It's all linked. Yeah, everyone knows everyone. <laughs> well, you know why it's all linked, don't you? Go on. Because like society, man. Society. <laughs> society of, you know, thing. Thing. It's, you know, it is the thing and it is bad because, you know, people use it. And they use it too much and that makes them, like, sh- blind sheep. Um, and they need to, like, wake up and, you know, not society. Again, if I had the money, I would love to... Buy the rights to Die Hard 4 and then not replace anything apart from the Kevin Smith bit. And instead of Kevin Smith, it's Bill Cosby just saying, you know, with the, the internets and the Pokemons. <laughs> you know, with the society and the... the, the and no fingering. I'm just doing a proxy attack, boobity pop. I don't know. I, uh, I think, yeah, that's... Clearly a vanity project that will never see the light of day. Clearly a vanity project, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to shit on your bonfire. I, I have to tell you, we need to think more realistically. This isn't going to happen, George. Uh, so, uh, Die Hard 5, in many ways, completely generic. I mean, I've heard people kind of defend it on its on its action. And, yeah, I can I can definitely see why its action is engaging. If you, if you like, you know, your action movies, very action-y, <laughs> um, I guess this, this might appeal. You're um, gonna put, you can then, put that on the fucking back of the box. It's very action-y. Very action-y. If you but like your you action know, action-y, then this action's got action. Total action. <laughs> but then I don't know. I mean, I always found the bits of, you know, of the, the first Die Hard where he's like crawling through the ventilation shaft and all of that. I always found those a bit more engaging. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, I know, I'm, my, what I remember of the movie is just like, you know, Bruce Willis is still kind of shuffling around like he does in the vents. He's just not, you know, he's not enclosed in a tight space. He's just, 
I don't know. You could, I just, you just kind of saw the wear, and it was just, he was just a little bit too old for it. I kind of thought. Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as Indiana Jones Four, is it? In those terms, but no, not at all. But you know, you can. This, they, you know, they clearly, uh, they kind of handpicked Jai Courtney as someone that could, you know, you know, run, you know, for extended period of time. So I saw this Arnold Schwarzenegger film uh, fairly recently called Sabotage, where Arnie plays uh, like the. Uh, the the leader the commander of a of a DEA essentially it's a DEA commando unit okay and it's like can you imagine can you imagine if if you if you were i don't know how it works the regional boss of the DEA or whatever if you had, had went around and you you saw those people you'd be like um sorry who's in charge of this you're fired that man is 70 <laughs> Yeah, clearly he should not be working in the field. And he, he's, he's smoking a cigar. This is a government building. <laughs> so they just get health and safety down. This is an issue of fun police in and amongst it's the departments. You can't be doing that. Who left this hot plate on? <laughs> it's like if Arnold can't have his fucking soup, then there's going to be drug dealers <laughs> everywhere. Because he can't do solid foods anymore. Oh. <laughs> you open up the fridge, you see bottles of Fixident. <laughs> oh, that's unfair. I like I liked Schwarzenegger. He's I like nice. Sh- no, but, no, but you know, I like Schwarzenegger as well. But you know, it's it's not an insult to say the dude is the dude is a little too old now to <laughs> you know. Maybe it was one uh, one last hurrah. Who knows? What was he slated to do in the next couple of years? Actor. The Terminator in Untitled Terminator Reboot. Oh, dear. It's in pre. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm seeing that fucking this shot of him in the trailer. Uh, oh. Announced The Legend of Conan. He plays Conan. But obviously the talk show host. <laughs> it's a biopic. Uh, triplets. Pre-production. He plays Julius Benedict. Yeah, Twins is the one where they... They're just two twins and they get about town. They get about town. <laughs> <laughs> they go antiquing. <laughs> the first thing I do is head for the antique sales. Arr. He's built here in Terminator Genesis as Guardian. Surely yeah, it should I've be Pops. As well. Sorry? It should be Pops. Yeah, or I would just say Terminator, no? Oh, dear. Well, anyway, okay. I, I've noticed that we're talking about Arnie and we're not talking about Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard any, 5, David. Yeah, but if anyone does know why he's listed as Guardian... Guardian I would like to know. Thank you very much. Yeah, don't write it in the comments, though. I'm going to give you <laughs> Damien's phone number right now. <laughs> Hopefully another seamless cut you'll see. Oh, what was that? Was that Hastings Car Insurance or something? <laughs> yes, well done. Oh, my Fuck God. Jesus, that's like 10 years old, right? If not more. And I can fucking pull that one out on my ass. Okay, so I, I mean, uh, you know, I said this was going to be uh, the fixing Die Hard Five. I mean, really, you know, obviously it's the circling around Die Hard Five. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, as we say with all of these, and you know, I'm, I'm sorry if this does sound boring, but I suppose the way to fix this is to have never made it. Uh, and I, you know, I do mean that. I don't think that they could have really made a Die Hard Five and it be good. Mm-hmm. I think Die Hard Four is kind of okay, but I don't really think it's. I don't really think it's good enough, Santa Jim. I, you know, it's not really a diehard movie. They could have just called, you know, they could have called Bruce Willis's character Anderson McFletcher Gee. All right, okay, so that's our first point in how to improve this movie. So Bruce Willis is Andy McFletcher I said Anderson. Anderson and, well, McFletcher yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. These are I, the no, no, it should be for. it should be like an all American name, like Jerry Seinfeld. Bruce Willis <laughs> is Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I'd like and, to see him in the wig. Like in you know, an 80s Seinfeld as well, so it's really quite full on. Samuel L. Jackson returns as, I don't know, another all-American name, uh, George Costanza. <laughs> then their teammate or whatever, you know, um, Jai Courtney, he can be Eileen, whatever the fuck she was called. <laughs> teammate. Yeah, because they're playing volleyball. <laughs> Just don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> we, like, the movie hinges on, you know, they're a three-person team, but they need a fourth, and they can't compete unless... Unless what? Unless they get a fourth player, obviously. <laughs> unless Mr. Racist Kramer comes on. <laughs> um, oh, no, I don't okay. see Bruce, Bruce Willis in that Jerry Seinfeld uh, biopic, and it's just two hours of Bruce Willis stood in front of a mic, just slowly but really heavily breathing. Doesn't say a word in a ridiculous <laughs> wig. It's, it's quite an experimental piece. You know, the camera is like quite close in on his face. And it is one continuous take. There's no, there's no cinema magic. It's just, it is what it is. It's two hours of Bruce Willis just staring straight into a camera in front it's of a mic. Bruce Willis saying things like, have you ever noticed how at airports they want you to take your shoes off for security? I feel perfectly secure in my shoes. Thank you very much. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. I, I, all right, okay. I, I could open myself up to maybe one or two two japes, but you know, not not too much more than that. Oh no, no, that's I not a quite, That's I a want... call to action. That's a call to revolution. <laughs> when he says that, the people rise up. All right. So as as the credits roll at the end, you've just got this montage of this bl- of bloody warfare at airports. You know, the, the civilians they uprise and they're just storming security, beating beating the guards beating the guards down with their shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But there's like a red hue on it, you know. Yeah. You imply that it's bathed in blood. You see, that's 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 mise en that, what that's, they would say that's mise en scène. That's, sim- that's, that's symbolism, George, right? Yeah. So we so this movie's now got it's now got, you know, weight. It's it's a weighty movie now. It's important. I mean, and, and every security guard that's beaten and there are like 250 <laughs> every security guard it's like smacked over the head with a you know, with a heel, and then it, it goes into, you know, kind of like half speed, and it's like, ooh, what you say? <laughs> I was going to say, like, Wasted comes up. <laughs> <laughs> For all of them. For all of them. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, we just, it's, after a while, it becomes its own movie. It follows this one overzealous flyer who's just going around with a stiletto heel and jamming it in people's eyes. No, 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 it's just the Valkyrie, the person who's finishing them off, taking all the injured TSA officers and making sure they're dead. <laughs> just slowly walking over them, just dropping a suitcase on their head. <laughs> but one that so, doesn't meet certain weight regulations. <laughs> Here's your surplus fee. It just farts on their head. I'll let you live, but with this in your nostrils. All right, so they. All right, so we got the uh, the Valkyrie going around teabagging the engines. You know, I was in um, I was in JFK Airport the other day. If you happen to be in JFK Airport, uh, Terminal Four, then go to the McDonald's there. There's only one because it is, it is amazing. How so? What do I expect? Is it huge? Or? Because it because it's dinner and a show. Oh dear! The, because the people running it, like, there's no one over twenty. And like I, I, I went there at the end of the day, and they were having a breakdown in in their kitchen. Oh, really? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. And bizarrely, they gave me the best presented McDonald's hamburger I've ever had. Like, it looked like the picture. Oh, my God. I mean, that is unheard of. So tell me, what was this breakdown? What was, like, shit flying around? Are they just... Well, you, so... could, you could hear someone, like, shouting at someone in the, in the back. And it oh. wasn't, like, a manager. It was just, like... I mean, it, it, you know, you couldn't hear what they were saying, but it was like, You're so fucking motherfucking... It was just like, what is going on? Right, okay. Someone's left their phone out and someone's been rifling through. Someone's been done diddling someone else's girlfriend. Yeah, the only person who worked there who was over 20 was the cleaner who was like 100 years old. (laughs) (laughs) And she comes around and she starts... She's got one of those... um, You know one of those trays that you sweep dust into? Right, okay. You know, with a big handle. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, you can stand up and sweep dust into it. And she puts it on this table and sweeps all this litter into <laughs> Oh, for into fuck's it. sakes. And she's just going like, oh, leaving all the food. Oh, for fuck's food, sakes. Yeah, I mean, you know, her, her elbows were probably older than some enormous trees in American forests. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, but th- no, they were very. Sh- yeah, well, why are we talking about this? I don't know. Anything but I'm kind of, I'm kind of keen to see what happens next. And then I got my Bruce Willis action figure. Because <laughs> even though the movie's five years old, they're still running promotions in certain, in certain New York branches of McDonald's. Um, I was one yeah. of the lucky five that day. And all, all the action figure is is it's him s- sitting on somebody's couch, doing a talk show, and he's totally not up for it. <laughs> Um, so there's a there's a, fam- there's a famous. You know, Bruce Will- Willis has lost touch with reality, right? He can't name ten different um, different franchises of anime. What's your favorite anime? Yeah, I remember that. That's cracked, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, they can fuck right off. Yeah. So th- there's a famous uh, there's a famous clip from the one show, which is a um, a BBC show. Like it's a it's a kind of it's a very a loose talk show. I mean, how would you describe it? I'd just call it like a light entertainment show, no? It's a, it's a light entertainment show with the emphasis on light. There's a very cl- famous clip of Bruce Willis talking to Alex Jones, not the Alex Jones you're thinking of, not Infowars Alex Jones, not the interesting one. Uh, ooh. But the, um, <laughs> but the Alex Jones, the woman, uh, the woman on that. Uh, I actually had dinner with her once. Oh, yeah? Uh, sh- shortly after this happened, yeah. Um just a little fact for you. Uh, it wasn't a date or anything. She was with her boyfriend. Oh, sorry. They they were having a lovely, lovely time out, and I just came and sat there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we weren't acquainted up until that point, but you know what? They were so they were so congenial and uh, accepting when I simply just walked up to the table. They accept- I, I always get mixed up between congen- congenial and scared because I just <laughs> walked up and was like, "Oh, they sautéed potatoes. Oh, lovely." Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and after I was done, I, sl- I slowly, you know, started mounting the table and lied down, face, lied face down across the table. And then I, st- naked, obviously, I started putting their their sushi on my body. I thought they would want that. <laughs> like it ran all the way down this, my spine to the crack of my ass. But anyway, I kept I my dinner. I kept my socks on, Damien. I was a gentleman. I had dinner with her um, shortly after this happened. She she interviewed Bruce Willis, I think, for this movie and he was he was just like yeah it's diehard you know whatever he was basically like we are he didn't give a shit <laughs> he didn't want to be there he was sick of talking about it he was sick of asking answering the same fucking stupid questions you know he was sick of saying like oh it's great on set he was sick of talking about stunts he was sick of 
you know, saying, oh, yeah, I have to get back into the zone to be John McClane. He was just sick of these stupid, generic questions. And he, I mean, he didn't stonewall her, but it was kind of close to that. Yeah, it's a difficult title. Uh, it's a good, uh, <laughs> a good day to die. But I suppose it's because you had kind of a good day, and if you would have died, well, so be it. Is that it? That's right. It's, that, that, that's, a, that's a great question. Have a sandwich, and let's go shopping. It does sound like he, he would sit quite comfortably on this podcast. Well, the, the, the thing I was going to say was she got so much sympathy for that. And like I, like I say, I had dinner with her just after, and it was so tempting to kind of ask her about it. Because I don't fucking sympathise with her at all. Obviously, the interview's a lot longer than that. But um, I completely get it. I completely get it. He doesn't give a fuck. This yeah. is just some shit movie that he's done. Fuck off. Yeah. And, you know, to his credit, she does just say sh- crap. Yeah. No, I suppose I mean, it, he's it, obviously... That would be like, a good day to die, Hart. I'm like, well, what do I say to that? I mean, I guess she's kind of reaching because I, I, I get... I would imagine up until this point, you know, he's been quite tough. And she's, yeah, reaching, but at the same time, I wouldn't really respond well to that. And it's like, yeah, I'll have a sandwich and go shopping, just as he said. I mean, I just got the impression that he was so sick of vacuous presenters, ask, you know, who don't give a shit about the movie anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, oh, what, what's the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie, Bruce? You know what the name of the movie is, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Listen, yeah. let, all right, listen, let, let's just streamline this. I'm just going to face the camera. Hi, I'm Bruce Willis. You know me. I don't know you. Come and see the fucking movie. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't need more of your money, but I will happily accept it. I don't know. I, I don't think it's even that. I think it's kind of like, I don't even want to do this movie. My wife just wanted me out of the house for a bit. <laughs> she said, you need to get outside a little bit more. I, I, have, a, I have a boat. I have a boat, did I say? I have a boat. I'm on a boat. (laughs) Now I'm on a boat. Now I am the boat. (laughs) Now I am the sea. (laughs) Now I am God. We've we've brought it back around. I yeah. I don't. I don't have the same kind of sympathy for uh, either. I would say. Oh, you don't. You don't sympathise with Bruce Willis either. No, no, no. And of the two, I would sympathise with Bruce. uh, Bruce. Brucey baby. Brucey baby. uh, With Bruce more. I think, yeah, she clearly is lacking in prepared remarks there. And I would find that really fucking irritating. In well, now I can sympathise with her. You can sympathise with her. Well, lacking, lacking in prepared remarks. You no, know, that's, that's unheard of. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so anyway, Bruce Willis, he obviously, he didn't give a, enough of a shit to promote this movie. No, not at all. Um, and, and I don't know. I mean, he, he is very much like that, isn't he? He's a bit of a curmudgeon. Yeah, he um, looks knackered. Um, he looks knackered. And do you know what? I've heard people, I've heard Kevin Smith especially kind of criticise Willis on not being nice to his fans and not wanting to engage with his fans and and all of that. But, you know, without kind of dissing Kevin Smith, I think, you know, you've got to understand Bruce Willis is such a different beast to Kevin Smith. Yes, like Bruce yeah, Willis yeah. couldn't go shopping, right? He couldn't go to a bar. Oh yeah, sure. I imagine for like the last thirty years, he's just he, he's just had like McLean shouted to him like across the streets, you know. Yeah. If he's not, with he said like, he, he said the thing he hates the most is when people shout "Die Hard" at him. Oh yeah. Like that's not even the character's name. <laughs> hey, Halo is a cool guy. Yeah, no, I imagine like three decades of that, you might be fucking done with it. I think you probably you're probably done 
after a couple of years, in all fairness. It must yeah, I mean, be fucking batshit. You know, to be that famous, to be, you know, to actually be not only recognised, but kind of, you know, it would be difficult for him to walk anywhere and not be recognised by many people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just must be torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he must get fucking mobbed all the fucking time. Die Hard 5 made a lot of money, um, but I still get the sense that he wouldn't do another one. I th- they're kind of doing, kind of nodding towards like fucking passing on the torch a little bit. I I agree. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. No, I, I mean, got the vibe when I watched it. You know, that, that's something that they would play around with. Um, well, do you know? I guess it, if it wasn't slated so fucking much, they probably would have pursued it a little bit more. Right. I mean, what I was going to say was, I think I said this with Genesis as well. I mean, who gives a shit about Jai Courtney? He's just not interesting to watch. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't even think he's bad or anything. I just, you know, just forget. he's just not got any screen presence. Yeah. You know, um, did you know that they were originally going to do it with Justin Timberlake? Really? Yeah. Ages ago, before they did it, before they, they did Touch Die Hard 5. In fact, I think even maybe before Die Hard 4, I had heard stuff about Justin Timberlake. Right, okay. Maybe, but I don't know about the Die Hard 4 thing, but I definitely heard it before Die Hard 5. Um, but also, they considered Aaron Paul, they considered Ben Foster, who I think is a great actor, who oh, was yes, in Alpha yeah, Dog. Yeah, that's, that's the one, yeah, yeah, With yeah. Justin Timberlake. And they considered Paul Dano. I mean, any of those would have been so much better than Jai Courtney. What the fuck? yeah. But I guess they're going, you know, they're going for much more of a look because all those dudes are quite small and scrawny. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess Paul Dano, it would have been against type. Yes, yeah, yeah. But you know, Paul Dano is an actor. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and Ben Foster, yeah, he is small and scrawny, but, but I mean, Ben Foster looks fucking mental. Yeah, he when does. he wants to. I feel like yeah, he was kind of in the running because he was had a shaved so, head in fucking Alpha Dogs. He's yeah, got a round yeah. head, so he kind of looks like Bruce Willis. He's, he's got a round head. It does kind Unlike of feel all these like, other people. It does feel because I'm looking at like the poster here, and it does feel like that's exactly it. Because they're both doing like the same look, right? They've got their head. If you look, it's kind of hypnotic at precisely the <laughs> same angle, right? They've just picked you know big jaws, fucking smooth heads, basically. And I think that's exactly what they've well, what they've landed on. I don't know. I mean, if it was Ben Foster, you know, you said he was. More scrawny and everything. Are we basically calling it? <laughs> are we basically calling it Die Hard, McLean, and Scrappy? <laughs> well, that's better than mine. Ben Foster eats Russia. Ben Foster eats Russia. Like he becomes massive. <laughs> this is the story about how Ben Foster put on an extra foot. <laughs> he consumes the entire land. He's the only. Body that could possibly rival the celestial Tim Allen. Tim Allen, he could have been John McClane. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this Bruce Willis guy. Yes, I'm sure so, you could um, do a mock-up of that. You've got Die Hard, and every time you know you've got one of the uh, one of the terrorists looking up at the vent suspiciously, you just hear like a muffled. He nails them through walls with like massive drills, like masonry <laughs> drills and stuff. Like that. It's super violent. Like a good like eight minutes of uninterrupted screen time is just heads on the end of drills spinning around. It's he's not attacking any, anyone or anything. It's just for his own entertainment. Yeah, yeah. He kind of sets up this kind of macabre like nursery with all these fucking heads on pikes. Ho ho ho! Now I have a power sander. <laughs> just just so you know, just to kind of an- answer your question, John McClane is rumored to be in Die Hard Year One, 
which we've talked about before, which is the the young McLean bullshit. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. The origin story, the origin story to the popular film franchise. So what? He just goes to the fucking police academy. No, it's it's going to be teenage John McClane and teenage Hans Gruber are in high school together. Oh fuck yes! <laughs> Is it animated? Because I would yeah. love that actually. It's it's not animated. The backgrounds are animated. It's all green screen. <laughs> it's it's essentially video game high school but with a bigger budget right okay okay but like the plot is like a sort of more subdued mega mind or something like that you know no it's, like, it's these two high schools which are opposite to each other across right, okay. the street what one is cop high school and one is villain high school <laughs> and naturally you know fucking cop high school looks all you know it's picturesque it's all sunny and all this kind of stuff and straight across the road you've got villain high school naturally with all the storm clouds above it and you can hear like the scheming and shit it's very you know it's it's bad yeah yeah this reminds me of uh, my friend said he wanted to set up a a, a bar called the pink flamingo <laughs> uh which which you know later got turned to the purple eyelash oh my god and i said if he ever did it i would open up he it was like going to be like a sophisticated nightclub and I said, if you ever did it, I, I would open one opposite called the Blue Murder Squad. <laughs> and, and you can only order beer there by glassing someone. And how We how don't take you... money. We just take shards of fucking soul. How did your pitch go at the bank when you... We will serve food, but that food will be onions. <laughs> if they don't want onions, they can fuck off. But we will they have onions. They don't want onions. onions. That's a That's a paddling. <laughs> that's a paddling. Okay, so uh, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at Die Hard Year One, also known as Die Hard Six, Die Hardest. Oh, is it? All right, okay. So this is yeah, it's, it's a movie, right? Okay. So I, in my mind, I've got it. Yeah, I know. I've got it confused. Got it I want to see it's a fucking TV show. Yeah. Back to back to fixing Die Hard Five, like we've done any of that. Die Hard Five. You know what? It could have done with. I think it would have been a lot better if it did just have a really good villain, and if even if they'd been lazy and they'd have just cast someone who's known for being a good actor. I mean, seriously, John Goodman, if he was the villain or, you know, whatever the villain was, that would have made that much more watchable. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I didn't rate the movie too much, but what was it, 10 Cloverfield Lane? I really liked uh, John Goodman in that. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, well, it's basically, it just takes 10 place... Cloverfield Lane, is that is that a combination of Cloverfield and 10 Rillington Street? <sighs> What it's, is 10 Rillington it's, it, Street? It's, it's about that serial killer called Christie, who, who was a real serial killer in real life, and he, he killed people by aborting their babies, but he never really attempted to abort their babies. He just gassed them. 10, 10 Rillington Place, sorry, 10, not 10 Rillington Street. Yeah, I've only got like pictures of the dude. It's fucking frightening looking. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. definitely have to fucking have a look at that. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, um, you were talking about Clover, 10 Cloverfield. 10 Cloverfield yeah, Street. I think it's supposed to be some kind of loose continuation of that fucking Cloverfield thing, right. but um, but it's, it's just it's, set in a it's bunker. About like a, it's about a New Jersey out. family who who like own an auto parts store. It's all hijinks, but it's all it's still set in the same universe where New York has been destroyed by a Godzilla thing. Yeah, yeah, but the, you know the news hasn't re- reached them yet. You know, no, it's reached them. It, it happened like it happened years ago. It's just like. No, we've it's moved just on, a, you know. We've just moved on, yeah. You know, uh, New York is rebuilding. That's kind of great. But, you know, we've never been there. We didn't have any plans to go there. But, you know, good for them, I guess. Um, anyway, Screwdriver. I'd say more hijinksy than that. I mean, I kind of downplayed the hijinks. But, you I, know, there, you know there could I, be some, I, I reckon, you know, there could be some pies. 
You know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something terrible. Go on. I've been I've been watching Friends recently. Oh my god. Yeah. That's I've been <laughs> that watching Friends it. recently. I've been watching I Friends recently. I've been enjoying it. I I you know we get, we gave Friends a bit of a, um, a bad write up. You did. I didn't. I was fine. Um, I love Friends, Damien. I love Friends. I've always love Friends. I've been enjoying Friends, but occasionally they have a shot of the city, and all of the shots are completely focused on the Twin Towers. Yeah, I know. All of the establishing shots, and honestly, I cannot watch it without thinking, where's the plane? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't mean it in a bad way. I don't mean like I want it to happen. I just mean I kind of always just expect it. I'm so used to seeing that skyline you know, on rolling news and on documentaries and stuff where, you know, we, what happens, happens. <sighs> yeah, I do. I, I do remember seeing a lot of, yeah, I, not just friends, but there was, there's loads of stuff that's all like written around New York. And there's always that establishing shot um, of the skyline somewhere in there. And it is always kind of, it is awkward seeing the Twin Towers there. Yeah. Really, quite, really quite awkward. Um, yeah. So, uh, how did we get onto this shit, Bruce I, Willis? I, that, that's who we're talking about. You're talking about Friends. Are you talking? About... I thought you were going to talk about Friends because Bruce Willis was in it. Very well, yeah, briefly. Yeah, but ev- everyone was in it very briefly, weren't they? Yeah, I thought that was where you were going. Fucking hell! I no. just tried to preempt it. That was all. Fine, I shut my mouth. Was it? Was Bruce Willis banging one of the friends? He was banging one of the friends. Yeah. Was You'll it never Joey? guess which friends. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it Moss, Ross's monkey? Oh dear! Would if Ross had been replaced with Moss? <laughs> Jen, memory is RAM. Message for me. Um. So okay, I'm going to tell you my idea for for fixing Die Hard Five. Right. Okay. Okay. Um. John McClane and Zeus from Die Hard Three are uh, in a taxi because they've just apprehended a still alive. Hans Gruber, right? Oh. And they take they take him to the police station, and that's when a bomb goes off in a baking goods store. But it's 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 a bomb. It's a very real bomb. But also, it's not terrifying in the way it would be in real life. Right. Okay. Sorry. Can I just stop you a second? So it's in a baking goods store. Is this going to be? Is this going to have uh, any uh, bearing on future events and potential cast? Since it is food related, forced to team up. <laughs> John McClane, Zeus and Hans Gruber uncover a plot by Gordon Ramsay to control the world's blancmange what is blancmange? it doesn't matter, it's not about that oh dear it's about the action and the witty dialogues you see I was was familiar with the the, yes I with uh, the word blancmange for many, many, many years. And it wasn't until I was working it in a supermarket like, stocking. It's a euphemism for someone who's got their blob on. <laughs> oh, she's got a bit of blancmange going on. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry, I can't have you back tonight. I've got my blancmange on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, next week, blancmange. It wasn't until I was working in a supermarket, um, like uh, stocking baking goods, that I came across the spelling. But I wasn't aware that it was the same word. Because for years, right, I, I was familiar with Blancmange and You're Blank like, Mange. You're like, what the fuck is Blank Mange? <laughs> blank Mange. Blank Mangy. I can't... I don't know. It, like, one day it ticked over inside my head. It was kind of like a eureka moment, but, like, really, really fucking pathetic and stupid. And I could never <laughs> tell anyone about it. Like, for years, I could not, like, fucking link the two. 
my dad my dad says this is this is on a little bit of a different level to you uh, my my dad says that uh, he when he was i don't know 20 or whatever he said to the library uh, the library clerk or whatever do you have any more books by goeth oh, the library dear. clerk was like who the fuck is that and he's like you know goeth he wrote all these famous books this german guy it's like you mean goethe <laughs> get out well you yeah. know, to to your father's credit at least he was doing something of a you know a more highbrow pursuit i'm talking about blamange that's what I meant. I meant. I meant. I meant to cast you in the negative light. There. Oh fucking hell! All right, okay. You didn't clarify that. I was trying. I was getting my hopes up. I, I kind of felt I was getting away with it. Blank mange. <laughs> I, it says alternative names. Shape. That sounds like an alternative name for like girls out on the town. Like, oh yeah, oh she's a bit of shape. Alternative names for the entire what? Blamange entirely. It just, that's all it says on Wikipedia. It says alternative names: shape, serving temperature, cold. <laughs> Serving temperature, heat. <laughs> How to make cooking varieties, flavor varieties, blank mange. I had a friend who joined the navy, and he was very dismayed to find out that he was going to be serving on a submarine called HMS Talent. <laughs> Why? That sounds superb. <laughs> yeah, but then he got transferred to HMS Trumpeter. <laughs> So, uh, Die Hard 5. Okay, yes. Should we, we start talking as... about this an hour in? <laughs> we, were, we were talking about it. We, we've uncovered a plot, you know, orchestrated by that ruthless Gordon Ramsay to control the world's blancmange supply. <laughs> Was it to control the world's blancmange su- supply or control the world with blancmange? It was the supply, but I didn't use the word supply, which kind of, mean, kind of makes me think, like, there'd be blancmange on people's plates that... Gordon Ramsay was now like in control of. Obviously, they can't move because they're blamanges. They don't have like skeletons or anything. But he he is control controlling them. He's conscious of the blamanges people are eating. Right. Okay. So what will they happen? Right. They so we've got this explosion in this bakery. They go to check it out. The three of them. Right. And what they find. Right. They find the haggard, mutilated body of Gordon Ramsay. But it doesn't look like he went up in fire. What they find. Right. They see, they see the top of his head carved off. And, like, the inside of his skull is completely hollow. And what they've slowly pieced together, right, throughout the course of the movie, it's not made clear at the moment, right? Because you have these little blamanges, and they're all kind of, you know, they, they move in and of their own accord, right? They're not quite sure why. It's a mystery. But well, when you say they move, they only wobble, though. They don't go anywhere. Oh, no, I'm thinking, like, they can jump, like, fucking eight feet or something like that, you know? Right, okay. So now it's like a Final Fantasy, you know, enemy. Kind of, but, I mean... So, it- oh, no, Cloud has been stopped by a group of flan... <laughs> I was thinking more kind of like face huggery type stuff. They just kind of like, yeah, go for the face. Okay, um, so basically what we're saying is is it's Die Hard 5 but also the stuff too. <laughs> I think so, yeah, maybe. I want um, more stuff. I was oh, fucking out fire. Um yeah, look, I think the reveal, <laughs> right? It. Right? Go and do it. I know you want to do it. <laughs> How's the food? stuff <laughs> 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 can't get enough it's so good. stuff of it's so good oh. it's so it's like pitch perfect like it's the best impression ever yeah, yeah it's the only impression <laughs> i can no do one's seen. <laughs> an old old lady shitting herself at a table in a restaurant on a tv this stuff is a this stuff is a b movie about this food that people start to become addicted to and it's 
It's, it's just zero. alien goop that eats them out from the inside or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's an advert for Sometimes it. it where... oh, yeah. yeah, there's like an advert mocked up in the movie. And it's just, oh dear. It's this old fucking old couple at a restaurant and they just, you know, it's made out to look like a fucking, you know, three-star fucking place. It looks the fucking dog's bollocks. But they're not content, right? They're not content. <laughs> they are disappointed. Go. It's just like someone's come on their plates. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible. It's just like white sauce. Oh, dear. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> How's the food? <laughs> Where's the stuff? <laughs> oh, no, it's... I want more stuff. I want more stuff. Uh, I, I might have to give that another so uh, another watch. It's been like six years. The film is basically Bruce Willis with two parrots and one's like, I want more stuff. Hello, Roy. I want more stuff. Hello, Roy. It's his oh, descent yeah, into madness. He just collapses to the floor and just slowly peels his skin off. <laughs> you tell me, you tell me how much of a better film Die Hard 5 would have been if it was all completely the same, all very serious. It's Bruce Willis and Jai Courtney and they finally find out who the bad guy is in the last 20 minutes and it's, it's this guy in this big Russian coat. He's got, you know, the Russian mink hat. He stood, he stood with his back facing them and they're like, oh, this is him, you know. You're going to turn around for the face reveal. And turning around, wearing an Emperor Ming beard, it's John Candy doing his best Russian accent. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. It would have been brilliant. But he had to go and die, didn't he, John Candy? Really fucking <laughs> pissed on that dream for us. <laughs> he had to go and die decades ago. Yeah, fucking hell. This would have been perfect. This, would, I mean, yeah, it, that's the way it was written. And then he died. That's the way it's written, and then someone said, "Yeah, well, I he's think, been right, dead for maybe twenty that's, years." You know, I heard that John Candy died under very suspicious circumstances, although probably not suspicious at all. Um, was he full of stuff? He was full of stuff, I think. <laughs> but maybe, maybe what happened was like someone threw this fuck the screenplay on his desk, and you know he would just overcome, completely overcome. This and was collapse. Yeah, this was going to be his masterpiece performance. Yeah, it could very well have been, you know, quite. Quite a beautiful swan song performance as well. Very much like Brando. He was going to be in it for 20 minutes, but it was going to be the 20 minutes you want to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, okay, it was all right, going we'll to be about, write this one down. It's all going to be about, is it solid? Is it liquid? It wobbles on a plate. That is my dream. That is my nightmare. <laughs> it was all going to be that. But in a Russian accent, as well, that is my dream. John so, McClane. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think, oh, oh, okay. So what, Blamange is now in A Good Day to Die Hard as well. I thought that's what we were talking about. I thought we were building a different movie from the ground up. <laughs> okay, that's all this podcast is. Wouldn't it be fun if they did a podcast, if they did a podcast, wouldn't it be fun if they did a film about two people doing a podcast who've got no fucking clue? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else to say about? Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't get to the twist in my fucking Blamange movie. Oh, um, so you, you you find like the haggard corpse That's of the Gordon Ramsay. That's the funniest thing anyone's ever said. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get into the twist in my fucking Blamange movie. Um, so they find like Ramsay, right? His haggard corpse and his skull is just completely fucking melon balled out. It's like clean on the inside. And they're like, this is bizarre. Such a bizarre murder. They investigate in and amongst this, you know, these increasing attacks from this, you know, seemingly sentient Blamange. And then, but I don't know, maybe they find themselves in some kind of lab or they just piece it together. I don't know. 
I haven't written it. Um, they realise what's happened is, right, Gordon Ramsay is obviously just trying to cover up his death. What, he, what has happened is he's undergone a surgery and he's had his brain diced up into a million pieces, right, and scattered amongst, well, the appropriate number of blancmanges. And they form like this kind of very advanced, like, neural network. And he is, in fact, all... He is, he is in fact, this, this entire network of blancmanges. Right, and when they find out and they expose Ramsey, like all the blancmange comes together into one fucking giant one, right? And then you have this kind of like giant creamy Ramsey on the rampage, and they have to take him down. What do you think? How do they take him down? Though, I mean, what what combats a blancmange? Uh, well, I think it's mostly cornflour based. So, I think if you apply heat, it should it should be fine. He should like what? lose visco. Either I I'm not quite sure. Yeah, the. Or is it is it Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson running after a creamy Gordon Ramsay with spoons? <laughs> because Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis are like very fat at the end of the movie, like grotesquely fucking overweight. Because what I'm like when I when I see this Ramsay in my head, he's at least twenty foot. We're not talking like Ghostbusters kind of Stay Puft kind of devastation, but you know he's still impressively large. Yeah. Right. right yes. And there's a big big. Tra- trail of cum behind him. <laughs> okay, uh, elaborate. <laughs> All right, so right, he wanted to be a blamange man, so he could bl- <laughs> to give him like it was either a, sexual it was either a blamange that man or like mozzarella man. Okay, <laughs> we're married to blamange. Okay, <laughs> to blamange. You see, now I'm just thinking of Michael Caine, a young Michael Caine with like big black, thick rimmed glasses, sat on a park bench waiting for someone, and then someone with a trench coat comes up, sits next to him and says, Harry Palmer, I'm from the Blamange Network. <laughs> well, well we're, we're, looking, to... we're, looking, we're looking for a way to defeat Ramsey, right? Well, I, well, I thought we were settling on, like, uh, fucking Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson kind of, like, noshing down. They're like, okay, you're right. By the end of the movie, they're like these, you know, morbidly obese, completely housebound guys. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but they've saved the world. Yeah, but they they are gonna their days are numbered. They like the diabetes that they suffer with is just gonna. I and mean, the fact a, that they get a gastric band. <laughs> yeah, but they're on the verge of like acute renal failure. <laughs> they're like eight hundred pounds. <laughs> but you know what is hard? You know the happy ending, right? Even though it doesn't pad, you know, it's not going to work out for them. They're they're still perfectly content in that you know that they made the right decision. Like they, we don't see them die on the screen, but they, you know, when we see them completely, uh, you know, like in housebound, they do have massive smiles on their faces. They are perfectly happy. Or maybe it's an acute sugar rush, but they, they I reckon, yeah, I reckon it's just the, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> when you they're say resolute. That they're together and everything. Are they in bunk beds? No, 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 no. They're side by side, but they are holding hands. I mean, as much as they can hold hands, because you know they don't really have palms anymore. Yeah, you can't really discern uh, fingers anymore. <laughs> it's just like a football with fingers coming out of it. <laughs> it's just this football is on the end of a slightly more elongated football, connected to the big football that is the rest of Bruce Willis. <laughs> See, now I think that Die Hard Five should have been a a Die Hard Hey Arnold cross. <laughs> no, not American football. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, like, I mean, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, anything with blancmange, anything with blank mange. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll get a treatment written up for next week. 
I think actually it's pronounced blob monge. <laughs> I do have I had the uh, the the wiki open a second ago, and uh, it comes from the Danish wit moose, which is which translates to white mush. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Mm. I would say so, but maybe we can you know we can put that on the poster somewhere. Work that in. White mush. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that seriously? Do you think that they um, they just set it in Russia so they could say "Yippee Mother Russia"? I think so. Because well, I feel, I, it, it it's almost like, like it could be a trucking movie, and they could, you know, and it would have been "Yippee Mother Trucker." Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. I think Which, maybe that's how. Like, all right. So in Die Hard Year One, that's what we're going to have. We're going to have like uh, John McClane. He's young. He's without direction. He's driving trucks for a living. You're going to see how he comes up with a catchphrase. Then, like, he's going to have some kind of moment of peril where he, he feels powerless and he wants to change that. That's what that movie's going to be. Is it, he's really working on it. There's a bit where he goes in a, into a casino and he tries... Yeah, it's kind like, of like 8 Mile. You see him, like, in diners with these notepads all the time and he's just kind of trying to come up with his catchphrase. And there's every variation in between, but it's just not clicking. <laughs> it ends up with him going, yippee dickhole. <laughs> to a waitress. He's like, oi, fucker! Oi, dick what? Because Ramsey, in fact, is portraying John McClane in this role. Bruce Willis will not be reprising his role. I mean, I think they should have just like completely gone fuck it and made it kind of like Doom. Like it's all first person, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it's all like over the shoulder. I don't know. Well, they, I, they could have gone for it in another regard. Like since like Die Hard Four, they're kind of saying that Bruce Willis is in fact completely indestructible. So they just they should have just completely like rain fire down upon him like he is like unkillable like they it's like georgian robot but it's georgian willis yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell it was georgian robot do you not remember that i know i remember that but i can't remember that like we had a few scenarios right it was like okay so i don't think anyone's ever heard this uh so it was so georgian robot was this idea it wasn't an idea for a film or anything was it it was just this idea that i would have I would have Robbie the Robot, but Robbie the Robot would be entirely indestructible. Yeah, so you need to clarify who Robbie the Robot is. I don't need to clarify who Robbie the Robot is. People know who Robbie the no, Robot it wasn't, is. No, it wasn't Robbie the Robot. It was Shockbot. That was it. It was not Shockbot. It was it Robbie was the Robot. Sh- was it Shockbot or Shotbot? No, it was definitely the, it was Shotbot. Because we were on a massive video game high school kick at the time, right? That's why we God. were talking about robots. And that's when we lost the last listener. <laughs> For those who weren't aware, we were really into that show hardcore. <laughs> we weren't into it. We watched the, like the lot in within three days. Yeah, but we, we would wake up the next day and it'd be like, "Did we watch six episodes of that?" Yeah, well, we kind of blacked out. Um, we had a lot to drink, but oh, so we could definitely retread. No, we're not retreading. All right, we've we've made progress. We're not going to undo that, Damien. <laughs> it wasn't shot, but it was Robbie the Robot. It was definitely Robbie the Robot. So Georgian Robot was this this I suppose fantasy about me having this indestructible robot and I would, because it was indestructible, essentially, um, well, essentially it made me be completely, have complete impunity to to the laws of the land. Right? Yes, that was basically yeah, yeah. it. And I would just tell, like, I, I, I had this thing about I would go to Westminster Bridge and tell robot to start deconstructing Westminster Bridge, brick by brick, and it would take it two years. But no one would stop it, because if, if anyone stopped it, it would just vaporise <laughs> Almost them. instantly, like upon the thought. Yeah. And just this idea of, go, like, go, like when Robert Mugabe was still uh, the, the king of Zimbabwe, going in, killing him and just saying, well, now we run 
Zimbabwe. Now this is our country. Try and stop us. This robot is indestructible. If you kill me, it will destroy the world. I, I think, um, yeah, I, the, I think we kind of debated about what the robot should be, though. I think, yeah, you definitely sell, tried to settle on Robbie the robot, but I wouldn't have that. It's Robbie the no, robot. No, it's not okay? Robbie, it's the, Robbie the robot. robot. <laughs> it was Shotbot, right? Because I thought Robbie. that was infinitely more terrifying, right? It's Robbie the robot, and it's stuff like, robot, get me a woman, and then he's got a woman in his pants <laughs> and all of that. He just produces a, produces a woman. Robot, cook this woman. Steamed, please. Carrots included. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I, I, we, had, we did have a number of scenarios. Uh, we did have a number of what? Scenarios for, for robot, yeah. Can you remember what any of them are? I just remember, the only one I really remember is just like, hoarding, they, I can't remember the premise, but there was a lot of people hoarded up into like a warehouse and they're kind of completely un, you know, unbeknownst to why. And they just see like robot appear at the door and they all kind of like make peace with the, with themselves and just prepare to die. <laughs> there's like there's hundreds of the fuckers. I don't know if it's like this. Wasn't it like robot, ro- robot, I have been slightly shafted by my estate agent. Round up all the estate agents in the entire <laughs> world. Something like, like that. that. Did, we didn't really look for good reasons, you know. It was just Bruce Willis is indestructible, and it's how he leverages that indestructibility to become the president of the United States. Well, you could do that. I just saw, like, you know. I was going to see how far you could test his kind of indestructibility. I mean, would he like explosively decompressed if we had, you know, had him in space? Oh, so like, is Bruce Willis is indestructible, but he really wants to die, <laughs> <laughs> and he lays on train strikes and things. I remember when I was about eight, and my dad explained to me what the Terminator was. I thought that was what the movie was. I thought it was just about like experiments to try and destroy this thing. <laughs> And I watched it. I must have watched it when I was about 10 or 11, and I was so oh, yeah. disappointed. Oh, that does sound like an infinitely better movie, though. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like they, they got him in the press at the end. And I thought it was like, well, you didn't even try acid. You didn't even try a magnet. <laughs> you did try fire. Wouldn't that be amazing if they just found out that, that all you need to do is just run a household magnet. A household magnet. Everyone has one lying around. They, if you just run a household magnet over a Terminator's head, and it's just like, yeah, that, that just instantly kills uh, them. Yeah, totally. Okay. Sorry, I, um, I've made the mistake of looking at ShotBot on Google, and there's some ghastly stuff here. I'll Is make... it all porn? No, it's not porn, but there's like fan art, which makes my skin crawl. So I think what we're saying then is is we don't know anything about what Die Hard 5 should have been, but we know that Die Hard 6 should be Die Hard High School. Right, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought... We, I thought... The fucking Blamange Rampage was going to be it. I, th- I thought year one okay. was going to be the, the high scores. Okay, so we're talking about... Okay, so Die, okay, so die Hard 5 is the Blamange thing. Year one is high school. Okay. Year one. Jesus Christ. So is it... No, no, year fucking, one, right? It's just so Bruce it's like Willis' caveman. baby. <laughs> <laughs> and in kind of in line with my Bruce Willis' is indestructible thing, like he's the same age there and he never ages. He's like immortal. Well, no, he gets older and older. He ends up like the crusader in Indiana Jones. You know, he, he is like a thousand years old. He's very old. He's very fragile. You know, he can't, he can barely lift his, his handgun or whatever, but he can't die. No, oh, I, okay, I see. And is he like that in year one or modern day? Like, it's kind of... Like we so find year, out year Bruce... one, he's a caveman. 
No, no, no. In year one, he's like the thousand-year-old, incredibly fragile, you know, frail dude. Like, like there's a movie in between where he travels back to the past. Why not? Yeah, the, it, it all makes sense because there's a deleted scene in the very first Die Hard where he drinks from the 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 cup of Christ. <laughs> did you just? Oh yeah. You no, did. I didn't. I didn't say the cock. Of, the, he drinks from the cock of Christ. Is that what you thought I said? Uh, I, that's that's what I heard. Yeah. He drinks from the cock of Christ. Jesus. So he well, he wrings the chicken's neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I'm not touching that. You can play with that as much as you like. Oh, I said Judas. <laughs> well, uh, that's the end of this podcast. I, I, I'm calling it. Thank yeah. you very much for listening. Next time we will be discussing how to save Kevin Spacey's career. Oh, dear. Yes. That's going to be... That's the reaction people should have had. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. See you next time. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs>